So, nope, that's not how I <laughs> I do this all the time. <laughs> okay. Hey there, friends. Welcome to Books That Shape Us. My name is Meg Runyon. I'm an artist, coach, and avid book lover. What's my favorite kind of book? It's the book that speaks to my soul. I'm endlessly fascinated by the power of stories to awaken us and change our lives. And the great thing is, any kind of book can speak to the soul. Join me as I chat with friends, new and old, about the books that captured their imaginations and shaped their lives. We talk about novels, personal development, nonfiction, classics, and children's books. All genres are welcome here. We also share reading memories, books we're reading now, and those embarrassing moments when we mispronounce a word in public. It's a lot of fun. Oh, and a quick heads up, we do occasionally use some salty adult language, so be aware of that. Now get comfy, and let's get into books that shape us. Hey everyone, welcome to Books That Shape Us. This is Meg and we've got another episode where I'm just going to share with you a little bit about books and today we are going to talk about libraries and bookstores. Following that theme of, you know, how do you go about finding your next book and maybe there are some untapped resources that I want to share with you today. The biggest one is, when's the last time you visited your local library? I know sometimes when I think about libraries in the past, it's been like, oh, the school library, or libraries are for kids kind of a thing. Libraries are for schoolwork. Libraries are for research. And that's all true, but that's not all that libraries offer. Libraries are a wonderful resource, and I can remember just like maybe a few years in my life when I didn't have an active library card. I've always been a fan of the library. I think libraries, you know, seeing all those books has just been that symbol of possibility, worlds opening up, whether that's learning about the real world, exploration, history, nonfiction, or discovering the worlds of fiction, historical fiction, fantasy, just you name it. The, everything is there at your fingertips. And what a wonderful resource that you can go to these places that have all these books and you can check them out for free for a while and then give them back. That's amazing. I love that. And it's, it's such a wonderful thing to have. So I am a huge fan of libraries. Always have been, always been fascinated by libraries. And in fact, a couple of years out of my life, I've, I've worked at a library um, I had a job in circulation, so that means I was checking books back in and checking books out to people. 
And that was a really fun job. I wasn't looking to work at a library. It just so happened that I needed a job. This was available. I applied, got in, and loved it. I got to see what new books were coming out. I got introduced to new authors. I started dabbling in different genres of books that I had kind of stayed away from, um, whether that's because I had a little snobbish to me or just, you know, hadn't really had my interest sparked in that, in that genre. But, you know, after day in and day out of checking in books and checking out books of just like, I keep seeing this book come and go. I wonder, I wonder if if I'll like it and I'll try it out. I am releasing this episode after my conversation with Nikki and if you haven't listened to that episode, it's, it's fun. We, we geek out a little bit about libraries because we both love them. And, and this idea of like, you get to test drive books if you get books through the library. You get to test them out. You get to check them out for free, read them, maybe finish them, maybe not finish them. Because, you know, sometimes I pick up a book thinking it's going to be awesome and turns out, not my jam. And that's totally okay. I have learned that I don't always need to finish everything I read. And uh, that is a lesson for another day, another discussion. But just, isn't it awesome to have libraries where you get to test drive books? You don't have to buy books in order to read them. Yes, you have to be a little careful around library books because you don't own them. So, you know, watch out for the coffee and food spills. Watch out for the pets getting a hold of those books. But it really is a wonderful resource to have and something that not everyone takes advantage of. So if it's been a while since you've been to your local library, I highly recommend checking it out and getting your library card. Where I am, all you have to do is establish that you live within the property lines or the, I'm not quite sure what the right word is, but within the scope of the library, within that library's district, is that you have to establish residency, which sometimes is you know, your driver's license, a passport, or even just a combination of like a pay stub or two pieces of mail with your name on it and your address. Now, libraries have different policies, so don't quote me that that's all you need, but it is it is fairly easy and it is usually free to get your library card. And libraries are like this key that opens up so many things. There's children's books, there's adult books, there's DVDs, if you still have a DVD player. There's video games that you can borrow from the library. There's so many things you can get from the library these days. They're not just books. But books are pretty awesome too. So this, I'm, we're going to just keep talking about libraries and how Not only do libraries have materials that you can check out, whether that's DVDs, CDs, video games, books, children's books, 
they also are a place where people hold programs, often for free, sometimes paid, but there are programs for children, there's programs for adults, there's usually community rooms where you can like rent out a space for a group. Libraries have this potential to be this really great community hub where people can get together, programs can be had. The library I worked at would have a summer concert series. It was so much fun. Another thing that Nikki and I talked about in um, the episode that I had Nikki on where we were geeking out about how we use the library is libraries also now have digital catalogs. There are, through my local library and through Nikki's local library, we have access to ebooks, things for your Kindle, and whatever electronic book readers there are out there, and electronic audiobooks, where you don't even have to go into your library. This, this online thing is, is connected to your library, so you have to have your library card first, and then sign up for like these online library apps. So there's a few out there. One is called Overdrive. Another one's called Libby. Another one's called Hoopla. I'm sure there's more, but those are the ones that I'm, I'm familiar with. And you can use your library card to borrow audiobooks that you download to your phone or your computer. And just like having a physical book, you have access to that audiobook for like two or three weeks or that ebook for two to three weeks. And so it is just fascinating to me how libraries have continued to evolve as technology has, involved, has evolved. And these are all things that we can access for free. Because I don't know about you, sometimes like my book habit can get really expensive. And libraries get books on their release day. Libraries get books that you can put on hold, like you can put your list on a, hey, call me when this is ready, and, I'll, and like they'll set it aside for you when that book is ready. And you don't even have to go looking on the shelves. You just walk up to the circulation desk, and they have a, they have a holds section, and you, you have your personal valet book kind of thing of, hey, I went online to the catalog. It said, I want this book. It's coming out in a month. And the library will notify me when they have a copy available to me. How amazing is that? And you can do that also with books that are, at least in my library, and I think with a lot of libraries, you can put books on hold. Like It's kind of like online ordering, but for books at your library or movies at your library, where you can say, like, I see you've got this book available. I'm putting it on hold. And, you know, there's a certain amount of time it takes for the library to say, like, hey, okay, your hold is ready, but someone will go to the shelf, grab it, put it on the little holds section under your name, and you just walk up to the circulation desk and pick up the book. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so not just, like, test driving a book to see if, like, you like it or not. This is a way to be, like, I'm excited about this book or I'm interested in reading this book and you don't have to go out and buy it. 
you can go to your library and check it out for free. And there have been times where I've done that where I'm just like, I'm going to get my, this book from the library and then decide that, oh yeah, this is a book that, that I want on my personal bookshelf. I've done that with so many books. So many books that are in, um, I have a book list that's downloadable. If you go into the show notes, I have a list of books that have shaped my life and a list of books that have been featured on the podcast. And so many of the books that are on my list of, of books that have shaped me have been those things that I've borrowed from the library and then just like, nope. I need to get my own personal copy. This is, this is something that I, I want for my own shelf. Another thing that libraries can do is called interlibrary loan. I discovered this, I think, when I was in college through having to do research papers. But this is something that libraries do where they have an ability to look at other libraries catalogs and see where books are and request borrowing that book from a different library. Now, not all libraries loan out to each other, but there's so many libraries out there that do that there is someone who works at the library who does interlibrary loans. So say your library doesn't have a book that you are really interested in. You can talk to a librarian and set up an interlibrary loan where they'll take the author and title and they will research what libraries have that book and request that book from multiple libraries to see who who's willing to, to lend this book to a different library, to your library. And then you'll get a notification when your book has come in and you get a certain amount of time and it's more strict than if you were borrowing a library from your local library, just because there's transit and, and things like that. So you're not even limited to the books that are available in your local library. Libraries are connected to each other and you can find books at different libraries. Isn't that amazing? Sometimes that just blows my mind when I think about how connected we are these days and how we have so many resources at our fingertips. A lot of these things are available for free. I mean, there are fines that can happen because of you know, maybe you accidentally spilled your coffee. I'm definitely guilty of that. So sometimes it does, there's a little bit of a gamble of like, you don't, you will get fined if you damage the book, but it's also like, I feel it's worth it. I feel it's worth it. This is just, libraries are just so cool. And I know when I walk into a library, there is something about like just this feels like worlds are opening up the world so many worlds are are at my fingertips and you can go in a library and sometimes they'll have books on display 
they'll have reading lists, book lists. And sometimes I like to just walk around and see what books catch my eye. And there have been some fun books that have popped up that way. Like a couple years ago, I came across a series, and I think the first book is called The Bear and the Nightingale. I'll look it up and put it in the show notes. And it's a fantasy book that takes place in in ancient Russia before it was Russia. And so there's these mythical creatures that that pop up and and some humans can see them and some can't. And it's fascinating. And you know why I picked up that book? Partly is because of the title, which is funny that I can't remember the title, but also the cover design. And yeah, yeah, there is that phrase of like, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover, which is true. But at the same time, it is fun to look at cover art and it's okay to be enticed by it. And it turned out like that book was fascinating and I read I think there's three books in this series and I really enjoyed it and it was a world I'd never been in before. Yeah, I just I have so many good memories of libraries growing up and libraries now it has always helped me feel connected to where I'm living. Having a library card and going to my local library has always helped me feel connected to a place. I've had a lot of seasonal jobs in the past and I moved around a lot in my in my 20s and I always got I almost always got a library card. There were maybe a couple places that I I didn't just cuz the the job was like 2 or 3 months or the library or as, you know, so remote that there really wasn't a local library. I did learn that having that library card and going to my local library helped me feel connected to a place. So I started making sure anytime I moved somewhere, I got my library card because I got access to free movies and free books and kind of got to know a place by being at the library a little bit. And I also want to send a shout out to bookstores, local bookstores. They are also a treasure and have wonderful programming. And you can have conversation with people recommending books. So don't forget about your your local bookstores. Along with libraries, I also want to put a shout out there for used books. You can find used books on Amazon. Libraries often have shelves of used books that they are selling. There's even a website out there called betterworldbooks.com, and I'll put a link in the show notes, where that's where I, when I'm purchasing books, I will go because, again, it's this online, it's this online store, and they're all used books. And very rarely have I been able, unable to find a book that I want to buy at Better World Books. Usually I can find it. This is a company that also donates to literacy programs. They donate books where books are needed. 
And they have a mission of, of saving books from landfills because kind of the downside of libraries having that fixed space is that libraries often will go through and purge books and if they can't find a place to send them, they could send them to the landfill. So betterworldbooks.com is this clearinghouse of used books that also donates money to literacy programs and donates books to to people and populations who need them. And so I highly recommend checking them out if you are finding yourself in a place where like, I want to buy a book and or like this book is so good, I want it on my shelf. So there are ways to like find used books. All right. That is my plug for libraries. If you have a favorite library memory, I'd love to hear it. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Meg Runyon Studios. And there's a link in the show notes to my Instagram. And if you're looking for a book to pick up, you can download my creativity and inspirational book list. It's linked in the show notes. It features books that have shaped my life, books from all kinds of genres. It also has a list of books that have been featured on this podcast where other people have said, this book has shaped me. And it ranges from kids' books to nonfiction to fantasy to personal development. You know, like I always say on the show, any book can speak to your soul. And and any book can teach something or open us up to new perspectives, new ideas, new ways of seeing things, unlocking us. It's fascinating. And libraries, bookstores, used books, they're all out there offering themselves to us of like, here is a buffet of opportunities to discover. Discover joy, discover fascination, discover new knowledge, new ways of being in the world. And I think that's fascinating. So go check out my book list. Go check out, you know, come on Instagram and tell me, you know, what's your favorite library memory? Um, what's a book that is shaped? What's a book that has shaped your life? I'd love to hear that too. As always, in the show notes, there's a link to my work as a body mind coach, helping people connect with their body and their creativity because we're all creative. And through connecting to your body and creativity, will bring joy and playfulness and that feeling of being comfortable in your own skin. I love working with people doing that so you can learn more about my work as a body mind coach. And if you're able, you can also find a link there to donate to the show to help with the creation and publication of the podcast. If you're not able to, that's totally fine. Subscribe, tell your friends, spread the word about books that shape us, and 
Next week, I'll have another guest talk about a book that has shaped them. And take care. Bye.